Welcome to another edition of the Motor City HDJ podcast. Hope you're having a great week so far, and I am thrilled for you to hear this episode. Seriously, I am excited because, again, somebody said, yeah, let's do an interview. So I'm actually getting to talk to real people on the podcast. I'm so thrilled about that. Thanks for listening. And this episode, I had a chance to sit down with Todd Osan of the Meeting House Grand Ballroom in Plymouth. I have enjoyed my times that I've gotten to play there. And so uh, really as this podcast grows, as we, uh, and by we, I mean me, as I do more episodes of the podcast, um, really just want to reach out to people, like I said, that I have enjoyed working with in the past. You're going to love the story about this venue, by the way. It's a historic property, downtown Plymouth. So if you're in the hunt for a venue for your event, be it a wedding or party or whatever, the Meeting House Grand Ballroom is where you need to be. Sit back, relax, Enjoy this episode of the Motor City HGJ Podcast. You're listening to the Motor City HGJ Podcast on iTunes and MotorCityHDJ.com. Uh, well, thanks, by the way, because I know you guys are busy. Even though I, us DJs, we only work on Saturdays, primarily. <laughs> or Fridays. And Come Saturdays. on, I see you guys on Fridays. No, nah, yeah, I know you do. I know you have. Um, well, no, thanks for meeting with me in the middle of the week. I know you and Tracy are busy, so... Um, it's, uh, this has, like I've said before, this, the podcast part of it has been a, a passion project of mine for a while because Brides and Grooms in Metro Detroit, pretty much you've got websites and then social media. So no one is doing this. So I want to get a leg up on everybody. Yeah, that's, that's basically true. what I'm doing. So, um, but uh, yes, but thanks for having me. So I'm, I'm thrilled because, first of all, when I was putting the list, of toge- a list together of people that I wanted to sit down with, Right away, you guys came into mind because I've played here before, and since you two have been managing this place, I've had a blast. So tell me the history of it. I read up a little bit on it. This is a family-owned and operated place, right? Yes, it is, actually. Uh, family-owned and operated, and uh, Tracy, my wife, and I, we are third generations of owners operators here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first generation being uh, my grandparents, and that would be on my mom's side. And uh, they originally had purchased a facility uh, when my mom and dad got engaged. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a year later, they had the uh, events over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they was, they, their wedding was the first wedding event here at the Meeting House Grand Ballroom. And if I, if I did my research correctly, that was August 7th of 1965. That's correct. That's, correct. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing we can find on the Internet, by the way. You got it. You got <laughs> it. So, um, yeah, very nice at the fact that it was family-owned. Um, they brought it in. The, they bought the facility to add to the, uh, old, the, the old Mayflower Hotel, which used to be a you know, milestone landmark here in downtown Plymouth. Sure. Uh, we've uh, since moved on from, from, from that business, so to speak. And... Um, but the family did retain uh, this portion of the facility, and uh, we're here, and we host, uh, you know, majority is weddings. We do hold a few corporate events throughout the year, like Christmas time and sure. the, and the uh, fundraisers as well. It's been nice because I've actually been here. Um, I have been here for, I think, a couple events with uh, Community Financial with actually just sitting as a guest, which is uh, it's definitely nice <laughs> to be able to sit as a guest. But um, you guys... Uh, from what I understand, so family-owned and operated, at least what I imagine is, is that you are here from start to finish. You That's two are invested in this. You got it. This is our, this is our livelihood. This is our life here. Right. Um, you know, we, I was in the, uh, my wife was in uh, mortgage for years, and I was, uh, you know, a formerly trained shop for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So this kind of fits my background. 
Um, as I always tell the story, at one point I used to, you know, I grew up running around this place with a little kid, actually washing dishes in the back. You know, and, <laughs> and now I'm uh, full, full, full circle here. Cool. And, uh, you know, selling the events to our brides and grooms and, um, and corporate event people as well. Right. So I kind of started at the bottom. I worked myself literally up go. to the top here. So and you said you were, you were a chef. If I remember correctly, Tracy was a restaurant manager, right? Yep. And uh, we actually had met at the old uh, Mayflower Hotel. Back in his existence, <laughs> and uh, I was in the kitchen. She was a server. Yeah, and uh, it's yeah, it just that, fate. It's, yeah, it, there you go. I well, because um, I I know that the food is amazing. Personally, I like to eat, and every time I have never been disappointed with a meal here. So you, yeah, you guys are killing it. Um, and you bake the bread right here on site? Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. Yep. You got homemade bread back there. Jeez. Uh, Chef Linda Sutherland, she's been with us for 23 years now. She is a culinary arts uh, uh, graduate, uh, right from college, right over to here. And she hasn't turned around since. And she does all of our food service here. And it's amazing. Uh, you know, the quality is coming out of that kitchen. Her heart and effort and, and soul is into that food. Yeah. And uh, it's nothing but compliments uh, from the food. Yeah, of course. And uh, it's amazing. And we are very blessed to have her here yeah. as, a, uh, as a consistent partner here. And, uh, again, 23 years, you don't find that. No, no, here. no. I mean, I, uh, from what I know um, in what I do with the various venues that I've played is that there's a lot of turnover in many different aspects of it. I mean, I've seen turnover with even event managers. Absolutely. Shelf life in our business you're is not, short. And you're not going anywhere. You're no. not going anywhere because no. in, uh, well, again, <laughs> I do my research on these things. From what I understand, so you and, and Tracy will have owned, you'll be owning, having owned this place four or five years. Is it next year? Yep, next year we'll be next in our fifth year. year. Okay, yep. so fifth year as owners. Now, as you've, uh, I mean, it seems like you guys have found a formula that works. And as you adapt to the needs of your clients, uh, what things do you typically try to add to the experience that they can't find anywhere else? What we do is, uh, you know, we're putting a product out there, um, customer service, and uh, the uniqueness that it is family run. You do run into a lot of corporate entities out there, the bigger hotels, they're not run by small families. Right, right. Uh, large banquet facilities, they're not uh, necessarily run by uh, individual families as well either. Right. Um, it's unique, it's creative. You have the owners on site working with our brides and grooms and our corporate event uh, managers from the very start, the minute they walk in the door here, mm -hmm. all until we uh, uh, finish our event with mm -hmm. them, uh, lights up at the end of the night. Yeah, I know about and lights you, up. And <laughs> you, you get the uh, personalized attention from Trace Nagin as owners. We're on site. Yeah. We are here. Yeah. Um, this is our job. Yeah. This is what we do. We yeah. don't just sell it and, and pass the baton. Set it and forget it. it. You're here the whole no, thing. We yeah. are here. Yeah, and I know that too because I, uh, I can speak from experience as uh, a lot of these folks will usually – as a party winds down, you've got some stragglers that hang out until the end to help clean up and all that jazz. But for sure, though, I know for a fact, it's usually one of the two of you that is here making sure this thing is uh, wrapped up tight. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. I said, you know, I'm last one out the door, literally. I'm, uh, you know, DJ's finishing up. <laughs> yeah, it's usually, you know, DJ and myself. We're the last sure. ones out here at the end of the evening. That's right. Um, again, you're, you're going to get the great rapport with the family. Um, you just finished up a wonderful six-hour event uh, yeah. that was 14 months, 12 months, eight months in the making. You got the family of the bride. You got the family of the groom still you know, finishing up their other evening. 
they're so happy that they have a successful event that's right here. and it really shines it really shows uh with them and their gratitude at the end of the evening right and a lot of times you know we may see them the next day if they need to come back and pick up pick up their additional items which is you know, something we do offer as a service here as well and the gratitude just keeps on going and uh it, it, it that drives us yeah yeah i get that as a uh well, as a one-man operation, that this is also just my livelihood. This is what I do. So there are those little touches and um, uh, you know ways to make the experience better. You know, you don't want to. <laughs> I can't imagine every venue that's in Metro Detroit is going to say, "Oh yeah, sure, leave your stuff if you need to get something tomorrow." Yeah, but obviously, as a family, you get it. You know, sometimes you're just in the thick of it, and you just sometimes you just need a a breather and let the night happen and then come back and, and finish yeah. the job. You know, a lot of it is based on that experience. I mean, at the yeah. end of the night, you're just exhausted as a, as a uh, you know family member, mm-hmm. even bride and groom. I mean, come on, right. the bride's been going since 7 o'clock in the morning. Now you're looking at <laughs> 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. It's been a long, adorous 15, 16, 17 hours sure, day. Sure, sure. You just want to let those people finish up their experience, let them relax, do what they need to do, right? And then if they need assistance for the following day, it's it, it's just a nice service to offer. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it, it makes life flexible. Uh, at the end of the day, the customers are actually happy. About That's it. right. That's what matters. And um, I want to talk about the history of things too, because um, it, for the longest time, I will admit I did not know this venue was here, and that's my fault. I mean, I uh, growing up, um, so our family. I was part of a blended family, and um, my dad and stepmother lived in Canton, and so knowing the area, I mean, she worked in Plymouth, uh, and so up and down Main Street and Ann Arbor Trail, uh, seeing Mayflower sign, and then it wasn't until I had my first wedding, oh, it was years ago now, that I was, oh, meeting house is here, and you, uh, so we're literally right here in downtown Plymouth, this is you're in the heart of all the action, uh, and you are, by the way, consistently at the top of all of the major wedding sites. So, I um, again, the not best of since 2012, the not Hall of Fame, the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Awards, it's got to make you feel good. It does, and, you know, that's the reward at the end of the year yeah. for all the hard work that you do, and uh, it, it's effort, it's effort, it's effort. We are in the customer service business, we're in the wedding business. And again, you know, I always go back to the fact that you're putting together a, a six-hour event over a 12-month period, 14-month right. period. And at the end of the day, you really have that uh, solid six, seven hours to, to just really shine. Right. And you do have those incremental steps along the way during the planning process. You learn to meet, the, you know, you learn the family. You get to meet the bridesmaids. The, you, know, you know, maybe you see the parents in a few extra times as well. Mm-hmm. You build a rapport. Right, you know, it, it, you, they become family to you, and then uh, when the event finally shows up, it's you're there, and they're yeah. happy to see you. Right, and it's just reassuring to them that everything that's been presented to them is is reality. Right, and here comes the wedding day. That's right. Every girl out there just dreams about the wedding day. Sure, and it's a Cinderella day for them. Yeah, and that's what they want. And you really gotta. Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. And, and make sure that they're happy. We've seen them. hundreds and thousands of events over the years. And um, uh, with this venue having been around a long time, I, I guess, and you may have touched on this already, Todd, but the venue itself has a lot of rich history. What year was what year was this built? What year was this? Uh, 1927. Wow. Uh, was okay. A, you know, for the building. Wow. Yep. And uh, so we're talking... Uh, Back before blueprints and oh my uh, goodness and, and uh, <laughs> structural engineers, so to speak. 
Um, I always say they overbuilt the building. Um, they overbuilt uh, it. What do you mean? Well, they, extra radiators, so to speak. Oh, I mean, we've we've yeah, taken yeah, out yeah, radiators yeah. to the gotcha. point where it's been overbuilt. Uh, you know, you're talking two by 12, 12 on centers. You know, they don't, you don't build uh, build buildings like that these days, and uh, it, it's solid. Um, yeah. Good bones. Right. Uh, just good, solid building, and it's uh, transitioned and morphed over the over the years. The uh, I was going to ask you about. I'm trying to find my notes here. Oh yeah, so um, the one thing that I uh, and I know I, I put this in the notes about um, uh, as a DJ personally, I love playing here because of the room itself. It is uh, no matter what area of the room I'm in, the sound thumps when it's time to party. I'm going to guess that that has something to do with the Victorian design and the high ceilings. Talk to me about that. Absolutely. Uh, you got nice 19-foot uh, high ceilings. Uh, you, know, you just can't find that at just any general uh, you know, run-of-the-mill venue here. Right. Um, the high ceilings, it's got the true original plasterwork to it. Um, great insulating values to, to, the, to, the, to the walls as well. Keeps mm-hmm. the sound in. And then when you look down on your feet, you got the original hardwood floor as well. Yeah, that's what I love too. I, I, um, hardwood, <laughs> hardwood is a double-edged sword. <laughs> it, it can be. It is gorgeous, yeah. um, but it's also tender. But it can be weathered with age, which makes it stronger. But then it also adds to noise, and so. My goodness, Todd, how do you guys deal with that? I, I get it. You know, I mean, th- this is what you're here for. You're here for the party. This isn't about just keeping her quiet. But, um, man, when it's time to bump, we really bump, though, you know. So how, how do you deal with that? Is, as a, um, do you tune it out? What's, I mean, what's your method? Well, yeah, it's hardwood floors here, but uh, once you get a crowd of uh, 100, 200, 300 people in, in the building here, uh, background noise just kind of, you know, it, it dissolves into yeah. it. And uh, once our uh, once our great DJs are, you know, playing that loud music, you're not going <laughs> to hear. Sorry the, about that. You, yeah, <laughs> um, you're not going to hear the thumping on the floor, so to sure, speak. Sure. Um, it adds character. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of brides and grooms do come in. They're like, you know what? This is great. No carpet. Yeah, so, I um, yeah, that's I've I've never understood that carpet in a uh, where it doesn't need to be. Um, and actually, we're sitting, we're doing the podcast. We're sitting here in the bar area, uh, which is a very popular spot here at the Meeting House. Grand oh, absolutely, Ballroom. yeah, without yeah, yeah. a doubt. And it is po- well, yeah. Be, <laughs> I mean, at any venue, but especially, uh, I I would imagine it's more popular here because um, kind of I know we're kind of hopping around here a little bit, but that is uh, by design. Um, the bar. This is something that is different. We've talked about this in conversation before. You keep the bar open during dinner. Keep the bar open during dinner. Um, And I'll just tell you, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I see venues close the bar during that time. I'm frustrated because, you know, first of all, why? Uh, The bride and groom have paid for this package. They've paid for the venue. They've paid for the booze and the food and everything like that. Why why do you think other venues do that? Is it just a money grab? I mean, you know. Kind of talk to people about that. Yeah, I guess from our perspective, it uh, you know it, it was probably cost savings to to some venues. Sure. Um, if they actually still uh, just kind of changed that uh, thought process for a moment and actually kept the bar open for dinner, they would actually uh, you know they would actually realize it's it's the slower time of the evening. Yep. Um, yep. We keep our bar open. It's a good opportunity for the uh, bartenders to catch up to their bar backing. It's right. not a busy time. 
you're going to get your busy times right up before dinner servicing. Everybody wants to get that glass of wine or a glass of champagne so they have something ready to toast. Uh, you know, for the best man and major fun to get up there. Sure. And then right after dinner, it's a nice, easy flow through the bar. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to close it from our, from our perspective. Right. You're just giving the brides and grooms another reason to, it's kind of a negative uh, aspect, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it then it prompts another question while you're trying to sell the venue. You know, mm-hmm. Okay, well, why do we close the bar? And then you have to, you know, come up with some kind of reasonable explanation. And to be honest with you, with the volume of people that you're going to serve during that dinner servicing time, there is no reason to close the bar. That's right. And it is a it is a full bar, yes? Uh, they have many yeah. options as far as what they want to do there. I'm sure there's uh, premium options and just your standard options and all that. So how many how many choices do they have? Yeah, we have our standard bar uh, available, mm-hmm. and then we do a premium bar. Mm-hmm. And then if a bride and groom are with us for a Friday event or Sunday event, or let's say an off-peak Saturday, we're going to give them a bar upgrade automatically. And that's nice. a nice selling tool that we have. Sure. Um, you know, other venues kind of probably do some other selling tools similar to us. So right. we look at it as a bar upgrade is a, is a, nice, uh, mm-hmm. is a nice addition. Um, for the cost of uh, producing a nicer bar, you're going to get a lot happier customer at the end of the day mm-hmm. and it's very incremental uh, incremental steps of yeah. ownership to, it's that to little stuff that. It's, it's that little not stuff not that much no not at all and actually as we sit here too i've never noticed this until now i'm looking at uh it is a mural on the wall behind the bar as if uh you're i mean you're basically looking at downtown plymouth it's absolutely did, who who did that mural if you can recall yes so that mural is actually uh, new this year so in that's why i've never noticed it you got it <laughs> Uh, we had another we had another mural up there, and then in January uh, when, we, when we were slow, sure. um, obviously you know, quiet, uh, quiet right. time around here right. in January with our brides, uh, we commissioned a local artist. Her name is uh, Janice Larson. Okay, um, she's a Northville resident now, but a longtime Plymouth resident, and uh, we commissioned her to come in and paint this beautiful mural. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done other murals at uh, other um, establishments such as Bush's Supermarket and in Plymouth. Gotcha. Uh, stuff like that. She knows and what she's doing, clearly. Yes, yeah, and, uh, absolutely awesome. We gave her the, the the idea of what we thought, and she literally came in and painted us a beautiful picture of Calipart just looking to the north as if there was a window through this wall here. Yeah, it, it is awesome, actually. If you uh, Now that I look at it, yeah, you're right. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, it's as if you're standing right there in the middle of the street. So, uh, And that's just another testament to you guys, Todd. Honestly, the... Um, the inclusion of not only family but also people that are local and uh right here in michigan that's a well we're proud of our made in michigan stuff and so that's that's awesome i um you know ultimately at the end of the day i think people appreciate those little details and so that's important as well and and with this um so we we talked about this at the beginning but um when um, uh, when the meeting house started out as the venue, so we started in the twenties, and it is family owned and operated. Uh, it's changed hands a few times. Talk to me about the story behind how it started, how you got to this point uh, of managing the venue. Okay, uh, yeah, just from a starting point again, uh, my grandparents uh, running it and operating it in conjunction with the old uh, Mayflower Hotel. Okay. Yes, they would do their uh, their Saturday night uh, weddings over here. They would book them uh, through the hotel across the street. And then if, uh, you know, if you're a long-time resident around here, of course, the famous Sunday brunches that we used to hold here uh, continued for 20-something years. And then uh, my uh, aunt and uncle, uh, Randy and Mary, they had uh, purchased a facility uh, from, uh, from their parents, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they had a 20-some-year 20, 20 run of the operation. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, again, about four four years or so ago, you know, Trace and I, uh, you know, just caught knowledge that they That's may be right. interested in maybe retiring or stepping cool. back. So we approached them, and it was a perfect yeah. fit. Myself being in the county background, right. uh, my wife in the in the mortgage and sales. Right. So it was a good fit for us, and uh, we we pulled the trigger. We both. Uh, put our notices in and yeah, walked away from our career jobs. Yeah, it's paid off. Um, I, I find that a lot. I'll tell you with these family owned and operated things uh, with other folks that I've worked with photographers and videographers and uh, that leap of faith where you just throw your hands up and say, you know, I'm going to do something different. And it obviously has paid off uh, clearly. And we've, we've already talked about that. People are recognizing meeting house as a legitimate uh, award-winning customer service focused family owned and operated that's a big deal and what's even bigger to me and having read this was that uh, and it didn't even I didn't even really think about it because it just happens but this venue is a private wedding reception banquet hall meaning uh, and from what I what I understand now is a single event reception hall so if you're you're having your event that's it there's nothing else going on here in the building yeah that's a huge sale for us absolutely um, it and is. it's probably within the first three sentences we describe ourselves when brides and grooms walk in the door mm-hmm. private event single event you're the only bride your family only and it really has a nice ring to it it's <laughs> one of our shining examples of how we set ourselves apart uh, especially from the corporate venues mm-hmm. or even the golf courses uh, that you can go to and have a wonderful event as well there. But, uh, yeah, you'll be sharing your venue with other people, whether it be with golfers, with another bride and groom, with a birthday party. So and it a, is unique. And a wait staff and a bar staff. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, I think what's most important to me, Todd, is that there, there is a focus on just one couple one company, one birthday, whatever that one is for that room. There's a focus on that one group of people. And that's important. I mean, right? That's Oh, absolutely. Because, absolutely. and I again, I'll speak to that because I do play the golf courses and the corporate venues and the hotels where you have four different rooms going on. You have maybe two wait staffs, depending on, uh, you know, what time room A might have eaten. Now room C is going to do their, they're going to pass appetizer. You know, that's, that's too much. So yeah, hopefully brides and grooms uh, understand that a private event venue like this, a single event reception hall is a big, big, big deal. Um, and I, I got to know because there's only so much time in a year. How many events do you typically try to host in a year on average? Are you, um, is it every weekend? Do you, do you take some time for yourself, Todd? Do you guys get a chance to vacation ever? We do get some time off. There again. we go. Goodness and again, gracious. You, yeah, you yeah. got it. And yeah. again, that's going to be in January, February. Yeah. Um, we're not, I always say, we're not California. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to do weddings in uh, January, February yeah. as much as we would June, July, August. Mm-hmm. Um, our brides are tending towards the Septembers and Octobers as well. Uh, we're a full year here. We're open year-round. Um, you know, if, if, if we get time off, it's usually in January, February again when we're slow. Um, we strive for about 65 or so wedding events throughout the, over the year. So that's, you know, double booking up the weekends, uh, right. June, July, August, uh, possibly September. Uh, we do have to kind of work ourselves around the holidays, the 4th of July weekends. There are some certain weekends in there that are challenging for us to book, you know, Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend. But, uh, and, but those do take a unique bride and groom, but uh, we do book those, you know, once in a while, but not necessarily every year. 
Um, but again, it's a, a calendar moves. You know, yeah. There's different yeah, yeah, yeah. days, and and don't forget, there's a couple Friday the Thirteenth in there. There are, yeah, there are. This year, uh, I know. I I had. Is it? Because uh, last year it was October. Uh, I'd have to look at. Oh well, yeah, April. Friday the Thirteenth is in April, and then in July as well. Is this we actually one? have the Thirteenth of April booked this year. Oh come so. on, man. You know what? I sometimes it's it's the engagement day, yeah, the bride and groom, yeah. or they're just simply super not superstitious. Yeah. But, uh, you know, every day is a valid day for us. Yeah. And every day is you know every weekend day, so to speak. Friday, Saturdays. And Are there certain weekends of the and and again, this is just us talking about your um, not necessarily uh, preferential stuff, but you know, just things that are uh, maybe be a little more special for you. But are there certain weekends of the year that you look forward to the most? If it's you know maybe during the summer, if it's a holiday time, is there is there a weekend that you look forward to in this venue just because of the energy and um, you know maybe what uh, uh, what you can bring to the table because of it? I'd say we're smack dab in the middle of summer, yeah. June and July, yeah. Uh, typically, we're doing every Friday, every Saturday. Yeah. Um, last year, we went on a 20-week run with uh, back-to-back Friday, back-to-back Been there, uh, man. All weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, two, you know, almost three months straight. Um, summers, when summer hits, yeah. we've gotten out of our, our, our start season. Right. Uh, you're in the thick of things. Oh, man. Everybody wants to jump into the fire, so to speak. Yeah. And that's when you're just, you know, you got a lot of action going on. Uh, your your sales tends to kind of slow down a little bit because in the you're doing your sales November December January your engagement right. seasons are Christmas, right. New Year's, Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Then your working season, so to speak, is June and July. I would attest to that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We sell year round. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's that up that uptick in sales certain times of year, and then there's the doing of the parties that's right here and yeah uh, i do like selling i do like the hosting but when you give me a june give me a july give me a solid two months of just nothing but weddings and that's exciting to us what's the perfect amount of people so uh i I would imagine weddings are uh, a good chunk i mean a good majority of the business uh what is the perfect amount of people to you for a wedding give me 225 Really? 225. A building building holds how many people? We host up to 300. Okay. And uh, we usually start at a minimum of 150. Got it. So give me a 225. Mm-hmm. Give me a 240. That's mm-hmm. a perfect number for us. Yeah. Still got some good elbow room in here. Yeah. Got a nice, good, uh, large-sized dance floor. Yeah. And uh, it keeps you moving. <laughs> it keeps you moving. Yeah, because I, I, I can recall having some smaller... Um, being here for smaller events and then yes having some of those where it's elbow to elbow and some people don't think about their guest list and so every every cousin that they've ever had has to be here you know that kind of thing but um as far as the wedding experience goes so let's uh, i've got a a couple that are interested in the venue they've called you they set up a meeting time they show up here and walk me through the process of what happens when a couple walks through your door interested in booking the meeting house. Okay, well, we give a nice, uh, nice, wonderful welcome. Just kind of see if they've maybe possibly been here before, um, how they found out about us. We kind of want to know a little bit up front, uh, you know, what brought them to the meeting house. Um, oftentimes, it's they've had a, a girlfriend get married here. Um, they've been to a wedding in the past, so which makes us proud because that's kind of given us some... Uh, you know, referral, repeat kind of a business, uh, word of mouth, so to speak. 
we do give them a nice full tour of the facility here. Uh, we show them we got the bar area, we got our porch patio, which is your guest arrival area, mm -hmm. then the main ballroom. So we show them all aspects of the building. Mm -hmm. And then we sit down at our, uh, one of our showing tables and uh, we walk them through uh, our whole pack of information, which would include a sample contracting to show them where they would be at from a financial standpoint, whether mm -hmm. they booked us an event with us for a Friday event, Sunday event with discounts, or a uh, full-fledged Saturday um, with a higher guest count. We walk them through all our menus, uh, explain to them you know, that our chef's been here for quite some time, um, full kind of question and answering. Uh, go through a vendor list, because we do have some recommended vendors in the area, so to speak, for like hotels and uh, you know, cake and bake shops and DJs as well. And then uh, we'll get out our calendar and we'll see what uh, special days that those brides and grooms uh, may be interested in. And in the meantime, chef's in the back of the kitchen and she always prepares a few kind of appetizers so that the guests, when they're here, they can taste our food. Again, we have such uh, great reviews when it comes to the food. We want them to have a little taste of that. Uh, so a, a, a tasting while they're here. You got it. We not not a separate day for tasting. Not a, hey, let's get a big group in here and do a tasting. It's nope. right there. That, we're going to give them a tasting of the appetizer. We usually got do about it. three of them when they're here. Got it. Okay. And then, again, that gives them a little opportunity to kind of taste what the food is like. And uh, it really does surprise them sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes they're caught off guard, so yeah. to speak, but they're happy because it's food. And, Absolutely. And who doesn't like food? Wait a minute. They're giving me food, and they're trying to, well, I know what you're trying to do here. No, that, I mean, that's a great idea because, yes, uh, I mean, even with our wedding, um, what, eight years ago this year, uh, it was a separate food tasting. So it's bring a whole herd of people in there and sit them down with all the different options, and there's no real... I don't know. There's no real connection to maybe, hey, do you like this or like that? But you're giving them, you're, so you're, you're giving them appetizers. You're, um, they've, uh, they've sampled some of those. And then what, what happens from there? And, yep, and then we'll look at some dates if they had some strong interest in uh, specific dates with us. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the, a lot of times the bridesmaids will walk around, take some pictures of the venue. Mm -hmm. uh, got some beautiful picture books on site here as well from past events. We'll show them pictures of chairs, show them pictures of uh, how the rooms get decorated. Uh, and again, we're very flexible, uh, a lot of leeway in terms of de decorating decor. Um, mm -hmm. Most of our brides come in, they do decorate the room. They may hire a florist to do the decorating. But, sure. uh, a lot of brides these days are bringing in their own stuff. Right. And we kind of walk them through and explain that they're more than welcome to do that. Um, right. We're very flexible with items like that. And uh, we encourage them, actually, so to speak, to really decorate the room, make it look nice, use silk centerpieces if you want. Right. Pay the extra if you want to go for florist and sure. uh, have the whole room done up. And uh, all right, so you've you've met with the client, and then um, well, there's always that point, even with my clients, <laughs> uh, where you got to talk about money. And so, um, give give people an idea, if, if you wouldn't mind. I mean, um, when when you've had your meeting, you've sat down, it's time to talk business. On average, uh, how much is it going to, what, what kind of investment would it be to have an event here at the Meeting House? Absolutely. So there is a, there, there's a range. You know, almost any business you walk into, there's going to be a range of pricing. Mm -hmm. uh, our competitors have range of pricing as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we like to say we start between $68 and $80 per person. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of throw that number at 74 or 75 mm -hmm. If you wanted to take an average pricing out there, 
75 per person. That is an inclusive pricing. Mm-hmm. You can get your bar servicing in there, your meal servicing in there, an appetizer package, mm-hmm. ball rental, tax and gratuity, kind of all wrapped into that $75 per person average. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of right down the middle of the road. There's mm-hmm. some $50 hauls out there. Oh, I know there's got a budget. Mm-hmm. There are $100 hauls out there. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has higher everybody's, budgets. Yeah, everybody's got a little money to spend. Yeah. And if you haven't been to downtown Detroit yet lately, yeah. there are 100, 100, 110, 125 and yeah. going upwards right yeah. now. Yeah, so. and there are, I mean, I'm going to have a few of those this year. Uh, and you can definitely tell, by the way, and I, I feel like that old adage of you get what you pay for um, doesn't always ring true. And by that, I mean what you just said. At $100 and $110 a person, you might not get what you pay for because it goes back to what we were talking about. You don't have necessarily a private event venue. You don't have that. So for, I mean, that's a steal, Todd. I got to tell you, Absolutely. I, I um, man, oh, man, it might have a vow renewal ceremony, a ceremony for me and Rosanna here pretty soon because, my goodness, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great deal. Um, they have a lot of choices, too. So with your menus, you said that all of our menus, okay, so how many choices do they have? Um, I know we're kind of getting into the nitty-gritty here, but honestly, this is, I'm curious. Uh, how much can they choose from? We have quite a, uh, quite a variety of menus, um, a nice selection of appetizers to start off with, whether you want to do a cold table tray, your traditional veg tray, cheese tray, fruit tray. And then we're going to uh, move up into a Butler-style appetizer. Again, these are, these are the ones that we uh, bring out to the uh, to the guests when they arrive for a showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do like to showcase our uh, Butler past appetizers, an option of choice of any three, choice of any four if you wish. And then we also have uh, appetizer selections where you can have both a station and some butler pass. That's more of a variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little more quantity in the appetizer hour. There are some groups out there that want a more heartier uh, mm-hmm. appetizer. Those tend to be your Fridays. Your mm-hmm. guests are coming from work. Mm-hmm. They don't have a chance to get dinner in. That's right. They're going to want a little bit more food on the, on the front end when they arrive. And then we're going to walk you right into our dinner service options. So we do a family style. We do it a plated meal servicing, and we also do our buffets. Mm-hmm. So the three main options that are out there, we do offer all three. Um, we feel that we want to continue to offer all three. Not all venues out there uh, have an uh, opportunity to, to go with all three. Uh, family style tends to be the one that's missing mm-hmm. at some facilities. Uh, we're doing quite a few of those this year. Just to, oh, awesome. It, it's I love kind family of popular. style. Yeah. yeah, I love family style, right? Because, you know, you... You get what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's yeah. and it's and it's a never-ending uh, continuous flow of right, food to right. the table. What are we having again? Chicken or chicken? You know, yeah, yeah. to give you a variety. You have chicken. <laughs> you can have your potato. You can have yeah. your beef. Yeah. You can have ham. You can have you know. That's awesome. Nice and they're not. Uh, and by so from experience, as I recall, I don't think I've had many family-style events here uh, personally, but I know from the plated options for sure. Todd, talk about the portions. Oh, they're portions not, are they're absolutely not, they're not huge and generous. They're so, not small, no. No, no our, our uh, stuffed chicken breast, we start with a 10-ounce uh, chicken. We're yeah. doing four ounces of stuffing in there, full-size portion. <sighs> Plates are full. Uh, mm. Again, we're going to strive for the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's food and service. So I mm-hmm. always go back to food and service. Right. Linda gets her compliments on the food and the quantity and the quality. Mm-hmm. My wife, Trace and I, is the servicing that we provide, the beautiful venue. It works as a component all together. Absolutely. And... 
Brides do remember the food. Yeah, they do. And so do the DJs. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, uh, so you're basically telling people if they're starting a diet, they, yeah, it's, it's a rough time to <laughs> be at a meeting start house the, event. Start the diet after the wedding. I'm going to start that on Monday. Yeah, yeah, Monday's yeah. a good day. So, yeah, you have a, you, I mean, you've got a pretty extensive menu um, um, and, and options for your clients. What are the most popular things that you see? What, uh, are there a, is there a most popular option that people choose? Well, I would say that we probably do our uh, plated combination plate. So you're going to get a dinner servicing where you can get a half serving of our stuffed chicken and a half serving of another uh, another protein, whether it be beef, uh, whether it be salmon. Um, it's a beautiful presentation. Mm-hmm. You're going to get, again, you're going to get two different meats on the same plate. You're going to get your uh, mashed potatoes or roasted, veg- or roasted potatoes, uh, vegetable of your choice. Mm-hmm. Again, another nice full meal servicing full plates, mm-hmm. uh, generous portions, <laughs> and uh, with that combination plate is probably our most popular, mm-hmm. and uh, it just it blows everybody away. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm a fan of your, your uh, late night snack, too. That's something that you offer, um, I know. Tell everybody about your late night snack options. Well, you can... Your choice. We got uh, homemade pizza. Yeah. And we have the soft pretzels. That's those, what I'm talking about yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those those items are coming right out of our ovens, uh, fresh and hot. Awesome. And a continuous uh, flow. We do a variety of pizzas. We'll customize for the bride and groom. If they want a vegetarian, if they want that ham and pineapple, we're going to make it for them. Right. And then when we bring that out, uh, it's it's a it's a showstopper. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> my unfortunately for 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 your bread, I might take some people off the dance floor for a moment. Yeah, that's okay. You want you take uh, me off the dance floor yeah. too? People want to know why they're not dancing anymore. But we got we want to give them a nice good uh, some some something to kind of uh, go along with those adult beverages. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. All right. So obviously, um, I mean, you've seen a lot. You've probably seen it all. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just like I have, and we've seen a ton of things over the years. Uh, what's one piece of advice that you can impart on couples as as you ha- host your events here, as you host events for folks in Metro Detroit? What's one piece of advice you can impart on couples really to help improve uh, the overall wedding experience, something that would make their day easier? Well, I always go back to the adage, and uh, you know, it's specific directly to the bride and groom. This is your day. Right. You pick the venue that is going to make it magical for the two of you. Mm-hmm. You guys pick your menu. You pick your DJ. You pick your photographer. These are the people that you want. And sometimes it can be hard when you get family members and maybe mom involved. But at the end of the day, it's 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 about bride and groom. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, this is your special day. Sure. Make it yours. You're going to have 150. You're going to have 250 people here. You're not right. going to be able to please any everybody. Right. Try to please the majority of them, but at the end of the day, this is still your wedding. Mm-hmm. Make the decisions that the two of you want. And if you really, sometimes you may have to step aside. Right. And make those tough decisions yourself. Sure. And uh, at the end of the day, you'll be happy with those decisions. Right. Um, it can be a difficult uh, decision down the road to make. Uh, make some tough choices. You got mom, you got everybody, dad. Yeah, everybody's pulling you every everybody's which way. Everybody's pulling yeah. you in the yeah. wrong direction, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And maybe let's do it this way. Well, maybe let's do it this way. Right, right. End of the day, make your decision. Your you way. guys run with it. Cool, cool. Um, have you kept a running tally? I mean, in your head at least, of how many people over the years you've hosted here? Well, if we keep our running average, I'm going to say we're about uh, 3,200, 3,400 weddings since day one, so to speak. Wow. So from, now, is that from four or five 
No, that's that from that's yeah, yeah mathematically that wouldn't work out on in five average years, from yeah. from day one my mom and dad's wedding so wow. 50 50 uh 32 to 3,400 yep. events you got it. since day one. Unbelievable. That's, That's a, wild. A lot of dancing on that floor. Yeah, man. A lot of music being played in this building. Goodness gracious. A lot of meals being served. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm most intrigued. I want to come back to this because I'm most intrigued with the history. Really, uh, we haven't... Um, I don't know. A lot of places don't have a rich history. It's just four walls and an, a kitchen and a dance floor. But I'm really, really intrigued with the history of this place. And it, again, it was originally called the Mayflower Meeting House. When did the name change occur? When did you drop the the Mayflower part of it and just call it the Meeting House Grand Ballroom? Is there a time that you can remember? Yeah, I'm going to say that's about 24 years ago. That's when uh, my aunt and uncle uh, had uh, took over the ownership of it and the running of the day-to-day operations. And uh, essentially that was our when we broke away from the old uh, Mayfair Hotel as mm-hmm. well. So turning into the Meeting House Grand Ballroom exclusively, uh, keeping that uh, strong name in nature, uh, keeping that with the family, mm-hmm. and then just running that straight through. Um, again, the Mayfair, kind of our past, so right. to speak. Right, right. Uh, meeting house, grand ballroom because you know what That's this right. is a grand ballroom. It is, and um, even go even from the past history. At one point, uh, it used to be an I Fellows Hall, mm-hmm. and then at another point it was a Mason's Hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, on those beautiful wood floors, at one point we had a bowling alley up here. Come on, really? You got it. Yep. Is that what that little? Uh, is that what that uh, kind of alcove is there, or no? In the back, yeah, that used, used to be where the where the bowlers would would start from. Oh come on! And you had the old uh, <laughs> the, the old uh, setting, you know, the old yeah, uh, yeah, stand yeah. and set pins set, with the uh, yeah, set your own with the you know the ball the manual wow. uh, ball returns. Wonderful. Don't know how many years that was. I do have some old archive photos yeah, in the office, but uh, <laughs> it, yeah, just a little interesting tidbit behind the yeah. house here. Yeah, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good history here. I I always love when you have me, and I'm always uh, so thankful for that. Um, kind of coming to the end of it here and i'm so sad about that but look 45 solid minutes man way to go uh um is how can people find you do you do the social media and the website where can they find you our biggest uh, avenue is through the knot mm-hmm. uh, obviously and then you have your wedding wire mm-hmm. and then obviously if you go to google review uh google online go mm-hmm. reviews just like you mentioned that's We're right number one that's right absolutely We're number one in the plymouth location um again that takes a lot of hard work a lot of dedication and uh that's the testament to everything that we yeah. do here. Yeah, it really absolutely. Is. Are you, how, how does 2018 look for you? Looking good. We're going to say we're going to have our, our uh, normal year as, as normal. Sure. Uh, as, as normal could be, mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs> um, it's looking good. It's looking good. good. Um, a little slow in July. I think that's kind of a yeah, me kind too. of a, a year. It's an industry right now. There's a lot of people that have a slow July. Sure. It's just the year. That's right. Don't know why. And are you already, so how far out do you book events? We book events as far out as 14 months. Sure. Yeah. So you're already looking into 2000, well, I mean, I, I know I got a couple for 2019, but you're already looking well into oh, absolutely. 2019. Yeah, we're well into 30 events right now for 19. So Cool. No one yet for 2020. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. No, that, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I don't know. 
<laughs> Somebody's going to call. Somebody will call and ask. <laughs> yeah, that'll time. be impossible. That'll be impossible for me to say, yes, please, let's reserve your wedding for 2040. It is yeah, always yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Todd, thank you so much, man. Uh, Meeting House Grand Ballroom, if you haven't, you got to check these folks out. They're amazing people. I'm so thankful you were on the podcast, Todd. Thank you for everything. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being so awesome. Appreciate it, Brett, and thanks for having me here. And uh, as always, I look forward to working with you down the road in the future as an awesome DJ here at the Meeting House Grand Ballroom. You bring the thump, you bring the oh, music, come you bring on, the Todd. noise. Oh, come on. Please stop and keep going. And you bring the dance floor, <laughs> and you make it full. I love it. All right. I do appreciate it. Thanks, Todd. Thank you.